Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to What the Wealth. This is episode number 22. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Hope you're uh, staying safe. Uh, If you can spend time with family, I hope you have a great time with with your family and your loved ones uh, this Thanksgiving holiday. Um, For those of you that that can't, maybe you're having a a Zoom or finding some other unique way to spend some time with your loved ones and and your immediate family. So thanks for tuning in. This is Jonathan Bedner. I am your host, What the Wealth. I'm a certified financial planner and owner of Paradigm Wealth Partners here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about stock splits. So earlier this year, we saw a couple of stocks, prominent stocks be split. And and I want to make sure that I mention right off the bat that, you know, what we talk about today is not a recommendation to buy any of these stocks that I discussed today. I'm really just using them as an example to talk about what a stock split is and and the pros and cons of them, how they work. Because I think there's a lot of people that that think when when a stock splits, they need to rush out, buy the stock, um, and, and that way they can benefit from the stock split. And that that's usually a, um, a false sense of, of thinking about or a false narrative. Um, there's not a, a really an increased benefit to the, to the stock split just because they split. Now, it can cause some hype, and with that hype, maybe a run-up in the stock, uh, and, and you may see that, but it's usually short-lived, if at, if at all. Um, so with that being said, again, this is not a recommendation to buy any of the stocks we discussed. I'm just using them as an example uh, to talk about how they've actually, how they actually work. So in September, we saw Apple announce a stock split on a four for one basis. And Tesla announced the same split. They were going to do a five for one. And I'll get down to what those mean, four for one, five for one in a minute. Normally you see stock split either two for one or three for one. There's also such thing as a reverse stock split, but today we're just going to focus on, on the stock split aspect. So there's, there's some mis- misinformation that comes along with these stock splits. And many people who are not familiar with these strategies and, and the investments, then it sounds like it's super positive and it becomes super exciting to investors and traders, um, especially those who are maybe new to the investing world or to the stock market. But it's important to understand some of the fundamental concepts of of how these stock splits work so you know what the impact would be on your portfolio. So a stock split is a tool that companies use to make their stocks more reliable, uh, excuse me, more available to small investors for whom the stock has become too high to afford. So when you see companies that have gone from $100 a share to 1000 
then you know maybe that's a, a case for a company to, to do a split. Now, they don't always do it. Amazon's a good example of a company that has not split and it just continues to, to go higher. And I don't know if they ever will split, but, but as of now, as of now, they haven't. So usually a stock split comes as companies see their stock prices increase and they want to make it more readily investable for people. And so they'll split, split the shares and make it more attractive. So what the move actually does is it increases the number of outstanding shares, but it lowers the actual price of each share. And so what you end up having is a net wash of the two. So if something was trading at $100 a share for every one share, and they decide to do a two-for-one stock split, then what you would see is now you would have two shares at $50 a piece, and that would equal the same $100. So you would have twice as many shares, but each share would be worth half as much. The total value would have actually remained the same. So you can see that there's not really any difference um, in the overall value, and that's the most important factor here. The decision is usually made by the company's board of directors. So they'll come, they'll decide, they, you know, there's usually a board of directors meeting several times throughout the year, oftentimes quarterly. And in that board of directors meeting is when they will decide when they're going and what, when they're going to do the stock price split and by how much. So for Apple, just a little bit of history, on June 16th of 1987, they did a two-for-one stock split. So you would have gotten two shares for every one share you had. Uh, June 21st, 2000, so basically 13 years later, they did another two-for-one uh, stock split. In February uh, 2005, they did a two-for-one stock split. In June of 2014, they did a seven-for-one stock split. And then uh, August of this, August of 2020, they did a, another four-for-one stock split. So if Apple had never done a stock split, and at the time that I, that I actually wrote, this is coming off a blog, but at the time that I actually wrote this, then the shares today would cost around $28,000 per share. So most people could not afford even a single share. So what the stock splits do is allow people to continue to invest and participate in the, the company via, via the investment and the growth of the company in a way that becomes much more attractive from the pricing standpoint. So in August of 2020, Apple shares closed at almost $500 a share and they opened the following Monday at about $127 a share. So, you know, if you take 120, excuse me, if you take $500 a share and they do a four for one stock split, then that should be each, each four shares now should be $125 a piece. Then that would equal the same $500 share price. And that's what happened here. The reason that it opened up Monday at 127 was just because the market was opening up or positive that day. And so you saw Apple actually um, get a little bit of extra boost from, 
today's trading or that pre-market trading for that day, but not uh, anything related to the actual stocks. The most common stock splits are two for one or three for one. So those are, again, those are the ones you're going to see for the people that own or, or they would get two or three shares for every one share held at the time of the split, depending on if the board of directors announces a two for one or three for one. Again, it is sometimes you see uh, a four for one like Apple did or a seven for one like Apple did in 2014. Tesla earlier this year did a five for one. So you can see higher ratio stock split, but it's, it's usually a two for one or three for one. That's what we see the most common. So one, of the, one of the things to talk about are, is a stock split good or bad? And for, for stockholders, the event of a split alone does not impact the asset value. We already talked about if a, if a stock's trading at $100 a share, they split two for one. Now you have two shares that are $50 a piece. That equals the same $100 total value. And so, you know, at the end of the day, it's not good or bad. However, the impact of the stock split can be good because it can bring the share price down to a level that will be affordable to a greater number of investors. So you've, you've allowed the stock to be able to be purchased by um, new investors that may not have acquired as much money, but they can still buy shares and participate in the stock price. This, you know, so you could see some potential increase in demand for the stock or in the price per share, but it is not a fundamental growth driver that makes the stock more valuable just because they did a stock split. The stock splits also increase liquidity of the stock because there's now more shares outstanding. So that's a good thing. It's easier to go out buy those shares of, of stock. In full disclosure, I own shares of Apple and I have owned them for, I don't know, seven or eight years, nine years. And I have no intention to sell ever. And so by doing these stock splits, what the company does is they increase the liquidity because there's people like me that don't want to sell their positions. And so in order to, to drive liquidity, these stock splits provide, provide that extra liquidity so that new investors can come in uh, and make those purchases of shares to add to their portfolio. Again, a stock split does make the stock less expensive to buy, so, but it doesn't, again, change its valuation metrics, nor does it change the market cap. And the market cap is just the, the sum of all the shares outstanding times the value of each share will give you the market cap. And so companies like Apple are worth trillions of dollars. And the market cap is essentially just everything the company is worth. And that changes on a day-to-day -day basis, depending on if the, if the stock is up or down. As we've already talked about calculating a two-for-one stock split. One of the questions that we get is, should you buy before or after a stock split? And stock split should not matter when you're investing for the long term part of your overall financial plan, if you want to be an owner or an investor in XYZ company, then it doesn't matter really if you buy before or after the stock split. It's really just noise. Um, so if you bought 100 shares of company X's stock today for $50 a share, and you had 200 shares, 
and the stock split tomorrow $25 per share, you still would have $5,000 worth of company stock. You would just have twice as many shares as you did before, but the shares would be worth $25 a share each instead of 50. So, you know, you're, you're not going to have, you know, I, I guess, again, it's, it's really a, a fallacy to think that buying before after the stock split makes a lot of, in, you know, valued increase in the position of your holding. Now, we did see a lot of hype with Tesla this year when they announced that did cause um, quite a bit of frenzy. They already had a, a lot of frenzy going on. The price up, and then after they announced their stock split, you had some additional frenzy. But I think a lot of that was then becoming the idea that people could buy at a cheaper price, and there and the investors were still thinking about Tesla for their future business model, not necessarily what is the stock going to look like before or after the stock split. There's nothing wrong with stock splits. It is actually kind of exciting. You know, if you, if you owned 100 shares of Apple and now all of a sudden you had 400 shares, that's a good feeling to have. But again, it, it does not make a material impact in the value of your portfolio. And so that's really what the deciding factor is. The number of, of shares may change, the price per share per change in this stock split. But the actual market value or your, your, the value of your shares will not change just because of the stock split. So that's not a reason that you should go out and make an investment in a, in a certain company. So I wanted to just talk about that. You know, I get questions about that frequently. Uh, and I thought that this would be a good time to just talk about stock splits, what they are, how they work. If you've got questions, let me know. You can send me an email at info at paradigmwp.com. Hopefully in the process of building and creating a, a What the Wealth website that will be for um, the What the Wealth podcast only. But for now, if you've got a question, you can reach out to me at info at paradigmwp.com. You spell paradigm, P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M. If you have a question, you can send it over to me. I'll be happy to answer it. You know, again, I think that this is a question we get often, so I just want to take some time, talk through it, what it looks like. Again, I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Enjoy the time with your family, and, you know, we'll get ready to kind of close this year out and start fresh uh, 2021 here in about, I don't know, four weeks or so. Thanks. Make it a great day. Create the life you love. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice we suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues 
with a qualified tax advisor.